Press is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, it is shocking to believe that here we are in the last week of October. I have no idea where this year has gone. I know I did publish a book, um, and the How to Avoid 101 Book Publishing Blunders, Loopers, and Boo-Boos, and a lot of other authors and you listeners have published books. So how's it going? Are you ready for the holiday time, knowing that or did you know, maybe I should say it this way, that October is one of the best selling seasons. And yet, if your books aren't already in the bookstores, if that was a goal, that's probably a pass, unless you have a local tie that's willing to do it. But there are so many other ideas for you to take advantage of the holiday gift sales. And the other thing I think is important and I certainly know my guest, who has been a repeat guest and one of my favorite people, uh, will tell you that holidays are almost every day of the year. And you can even create your own holiday. But what can you do to create uh, an event and a celebration around any particular holiday? That's what we're going to be deep diving into. Uh, gift guides and, and the sort. With us is Joan Stewart the publicity hound. If anyone knows about how to get your book, you, your expertise, your genre, a concept in front of the media, it's Joan Stewart. So welcome back, Joan. Hey, Judith. Hi, everybody. It's great to be back. Well, it is, we are in the middle of the holiday time. People are thinking, I know just, just this, this coming up weekend, um, in two days, I have my fourth annual author holiday gift tea, where 15 authors are featured and they bring their friends and pals. In fact, that's one of the requirements because it's a an author co-op where they do it. And we get 100 people attending and a lot of books get sold just in a couple of hours, all designed for holidays. So what other ideas that can we start this out with? We have an hour to brainstorm ways for authors um, to really get their books out there that create instant sales. Okay, I've got something that I want to talk about during the entire hour, if that's okay. And you bet. Because there's so much to say about it. It's called Holiday Gift Guides. And I'm sure most people listening to this show are familiar with holiday gift guides. They are such a valuable part of an author's, or they can be a valuable part to an author's publicity campaign. So can I take a couple minutes, Judith, to talk Let's about why I you love bet. holiday gift guides? Okay, this is why getting your book into holiday gift guides can be so powerful and really help you move books. You don't have to have a hook or an angle, or 
even a creative pitch. And Judith, you know that a lot of the authors that you and I work with, especially the fiction authors, they struggle in trying to come up with a creative hook or an angle when they're trying to get publicity for their book. You don't have to come up with a hook or an angle. The only thing you need is a book that is compatible with the gift guide that you are submitting it to, and then you also need a succinct pitch. So that's one reason that holiday gift guides can be so valuable. Here's another. Print media are not the only outlets that have holiday gift guides. Um, the, the one that we think of most often would be magazines, you know, Martha mm-hmm. Stewart's magazine and Real Simple and Family mm-hmm. Circle. Those aren't the only ones. There are also broadcast outlets, as odd as that sounds. Um, some TV shows, uh, for example, um, you know, Oprah used to have her best gifts. I think Ellen now has one, but you don't even have to get onto those big shows. There are much smaller shows that also have them. Here's what else you need to know. Bloggers, podcasters, and niche websites also have holiday gift guides. A lot of bloggers feature holiday gift guides for the audience that reads them. Okay, Judith, you're a podcaster. You mm-hmm. could do a holiday gift guide for for virtually. You could do a holiday gift guide for authors. What are some things that would make great gifts for authors? There are all kinds of cool products out there. Okay, they're very cool products. And so, what you would do, uh, you know, I guess you're gonna you're gonna walk through steps because my mind is already juicing up on this. Yeah, exactly. For example, I've seen these. I've seen these really neat. These um, cotton. They're like these cotton um, throw blankets. You know, for the couch. I even think you might have one. I may have seen one at your house. And they're, they have pictures of books on them, and they're for authors to snuggle up under when they're on their couch reading a book. I mean, that could be a fun gift to give an author. But you want to think about audiences that would be a perfect fit for your book. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's another reason gift guides rock. You don't have to buy a paid ad, even in a magazine, to get your book featured in the holiday gift guide. Now, the bigger the magazine, the harder it is to get in. That's why I really love these niche publications. They're much easier to get into. Um, If you have got a book for a very narrow niche, let's say that you have written a book for hunters, okay, on how to to bag more deer, okay? There are magazines, I hear a couple of them, Outdoor Life Magazine, Field and Stream Magazine. There's something called Peterson's Hunting. And there's something called Cool Hunting and another publication called Off-Grid Survival. They all have gift guides on things that you can buy for the hunter in your life. So your hunting book might be a perfect fit for those gift guides. Okay, here's another reason why gift guides rock. We are now recording this in the month of October, and the bad news is that if you're trying to get into 
the printed Christmas gift guides, especially for the big magazine, you've right. missed the you've missed the deadline by <laughs> several months. Okay, yeah. you needed to be pitching back in July. Here's the good news, authors. Many of these big magazines also have online gift guides for last-minute shoppers. Judith, I see gift guides that are published within a week before Christmas mm-hmm. for last-minute well, shoppers. You know, yeah, I don't know what the stats are, Joan, for last-minute shoppers. They're pretty high um, on that. And, of course, with and, – and this is why everyone should be tuned into this online gift guide – is that the transition from in-store versus online is huge. And it, I mean, I actually, it, it uh, makes my heart sing just a little bit because that I am thrilled to see more and more stores saying, we are not opening on Thanksgiving. We're giving our employees the day off because they were doing this ludicrous start at, you know, two in the morning. Mm-hmm. It was bizarre. Yep. It was bizarre. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, um, those are some, you know, here's another one. Um, fiction and nonfiction books work just as well, um, for mm-hmm. these gift guides. And sure. here's, but here's another really powerful reason. You can use the contact information for various gift guides that you find to stay in touch with these editors throughout the entire year. Okay. So if you are promoting your book, if you're submitting your book to be in, let's say, a holiday gift guide for Christmas, and you don't get in, some of these editors will automatically take your book and forward it to an editor within another department that might be a good fit for your book, maybe an editor that might be doing a story on your topic. Let's say you've got a cookbook, and it doesn't make it into the holiday gift guide. They may take your information and forward it to the food editor who might call you for an interview or feature the book in an upcoming issue of the magazine. So don't think, oh, my gosh, because we're in October, I've you know completely missed the deadline for gift guides. That's not the case. You've missed the deadline for the big print magazines. But there are a lot of last-minute gift guides that you can be taking advantage of. Which is, which is huge, and you do need to understand um, that. Now, when you're submitting to these kind of things, Joan, is this something you do just solely online or do you go ahead and send your book or, um, is, is there, is there a, a special submission or gift guide guidelines somewhere? Yeah. Well, yes, yes. Well, yes, maybe <laughs> no. And yes, yes, yes and, and maybe. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about a couple of things that authors need to do before they even think about pitching these guides. Okay, Okay. let's start at the beginning, because, Judith, you and I have worked with enough authors to know that this is a huge problem that people have. A lot of authors don't (laughs) know their target market. It is is still stunning to me. You've heard me say this, Joan. It is stunning to me when we ask authors who is their ideal reader, who is their market, they will stumble around and they can't get it. Um, and that is you, all of you, you need to start with this from the very beginning. Who, it is not everybody, get off of that. Uh, but who is the ideal reader? And and that also goes for when, when you're getting input from covers and everything else, you ask those ideal readers. You don't ask your next door neighbor who's never read a book about action, <laughs> you know, if that's what your book's about. 
you know, right. You so get... so let's talk about some ways to identify the target market. And I mean, we could do. I think we have done entire podcasts on this topic, but let's talk briefly about how to do it. You've got just get a piece of paper and you want two columns. On the left hand side are demographics. Okay. Who's the ideal reader? Is it men or is it women or is it maybe both? What is the age range of the ideal reader? If you're writing a book for boomers or for grandparents, you you should know what the age range is. You are, okay? So, Joan, let's hold on that. We're going to take okay, a quick yep. break and come back. So, everyone, get your paper out. Get that column going. We'll be right back. is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being good with If you already have a book out, You'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has possessed punch and panache author you is for you if you're a hobbyist or a casual author it's not join author you today through its website at authoru.org. follow author you on twitter at author you and on facebook at author you where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily author you where the author goes to become seriously successful Impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, this is author you, your guide to book publishing, and with me is the amazing, awesome, and I think fabulous Joan Stewart, the publicity hound, and we are really talking about 
how to get the attention of the holiday gift guide marketing mega marketing possibility for you and and i know we're moving into high season right now with the with the christmas holidays i mean i'm down at the hardware store all the time every day because we're remodeling i mean we're moving into a new house so massive remodeling going on and on one side i walk in is all halloween stuff and next to all the christmas tree stuff so it's it's everywhere right now. This is high season, high sales for all these places. And there's no reason why you can't tap into that market. So Joan left you with some homework. You should have paper out. You should have pencil pen out. You should have a column going down. And you should have with the first question is, who is your target market? And she asked you, is it men, women? What's the ages? And Joan, continue on from here. Okay, so and that left, you're going to have two columns. The left-hand side is going to be the demographics, okay? That's going to be men or women, the ideal age range for your readers. Are they in a particular location in the country or in the world? Um, Are they employed? Are these people who are self-employed? Are these people who are out of a job? What is their education level? Have you written primarily for people who are college educated? Maybe your audience are people who are PhDs. I don't know. That's what you need to know. So that first column is demographics. On the second column, that would be passions and interests. What are their emotional needs for, and I, Judith has a, video, I believe it's on the homepage, where she talks about, for those of you who are writing fiction, if you're a mystery writer, you may Mm -hmm. have um, a target market that just wants to be swept away into a great whodunit, and they might want to try to guess whodunit by the end of your book. Um, What are their hopes and their wants? What are their fears? Where is their pain level? And all of the answers to these questions will help you identify your target market. Why is this important? Because you want to be pitching gift guides that are read or watched or listened to by your ideal target market. Ideal. I mean, that's an ideal thing. And we're talking about a huge online resource here. Humongous. Let's go into the okay, let's yeah. go into the next step, which is the marketing materials that you need to have in place before you start to go after any of these holiday gift guides. And there are really only two things that you need to have. You need to have a press release written about your book, and you need to have <clears throat> a cover, a book cover that is both low resolution, and high resolution. And low resolution is a cover that is it's 72 dots per inch. That's for low resolution. That's so that people can put it online. And a high resolution cover is a cover that's scanned at 300 dots per inch for print media. A magazine can't use a 72 dots per inch 
covered. No. They need to have the high resolution, okay? So those are really the only two things that you need to have in place. You don't have to have your entire media kit made. There's really nothing else that you need in place. It's just the press release and the book cover. I, I think that's and that's great. And we're talking about in color, color, not black yes. and white, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Unless, of course, the the cover is in black and white, then that's what mm-hmm. you've got. But you always want it. Yeah, you want it to look exactly like what it's going to look like if they held it in their hand. So what all of you need to do is whoever did your cover design, just contact them immediately and say you want the front cover in a 72 DPI and a 300 DPI and get send them a, have them send you a JPEG, put it and park it so you have this to just tap into and pull from. Okay, how about if we go into the, because I know that this is the next question that everybody's asking is, how do you write a press release? How does a press <laughs> <Okay>. release, <laughs> how does a press release for fiction, and the fiction authors really struggle with this, so we'll do that one first. Yeah, how I does a press do. release for fiction struggle, or um, differ from a press release for nonfiction? So fiction authors, there are a couple of things that you can Um, that you can write about in your press release. You can kick off your press release by writing about the key character in your story. Most of your stories have a key character. Tell us a little about him or or her. Or if you're writing a children's book, maybe your key character is an animal. Write about the key character or you can write about the emotional angle of your fiction. What is the emotional angle? Is it for people who are looking for a good whodunit? Is it a sci-fi book? What is the emotional angle? Is it, um, is it something about being you know, joyful and happy? There are some people who want happy books to, have to read if they happen to be feeling down. And so those are some things that you can concentrate on. Here's another one for fiction authors. Why did you write the book? Why did you write your book? Um, One of our mutual clients, uh, Joe Carries, um, wrote a book Mm -hmm. called I Want Cake, and it's about um, um, an interracial family. And Joe is um, t- took a look around and noticed that there were not a lot of children's books on the market um, for minorities. And so she wrote this fiction book, and that's an important part of her press release. And it's also, both you and I know Joe well, it's also her family, because her family is-, is very interracial. And um, and she so she knows what she talks about. She knows what those going back to your key points are on, you know, on the right side of your column. She knows what the hopes and the wants and the fears and the pain are, which is what you bring into play. So what does does your fiction solve a problem? Does it meet a need? Does it hit an emotional hot button? 
in your target audience. That's why it's so important to outline this, okay? So let's pop over to um, press releases for nonfiction writers. You authors have a much easier time of it. We the do. Logical we do. Angle, yeah. The logical angle for a press release for nonfiction is problem-solution. What is the problem that your book offers solutions for? It's that easy, okay? And then let me run through real quickly a couple other things that all press releases must have, whether it's for fiction or nonfiction. Um, In the upper left-hand corner of the top page, you want all the contact information. You want your web address. You want your phone number. Authors, you've got to have a phone number up there because if somebody wants to call you for an interview, they're not going to want to have to go to your website to look around for a phone number. Um, Also, an email address is very important. You're going to want a headline that explains what the release is about. You're also going to want a good, strong author quote high up in the press release, and I don't want to see any quotes about, I'm so honored to have this book come to market or any of this other. That's a BS quote. (laughs) That's what I call a BS quote. I want a strong quote that maybe explains why you wrote the book. Mm-hmm. That's the best kind of a quote to use. And then some yeah, background I, information yeah, on I wrote, you. I wrote this book because my best friend stole a million dollars from me, and I wanted to reveal how to stay away from um, from uh, from key points that will reveal. You know, I you know you could do something like that, but you come in come in with a strong point for example. You know, I actually went through that kind of thing. But, you know, I reveal how my my partner stole a million dollars and what I didn't see and what you need to know so you don't get caught. Something like that. Is that what you're referring to? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you write it? And then for nonfiction authors, you can also excerpt, I'd say, maybe from five to seven tips from your book. You can make that part of the press release. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you want a part at the end called About the Author. And bing, bang, boom, keep it short, no more than about 100 words, and you're in and you are out and you're done. So you've now got your materials in place to pitch the gift guides. And I know what the next question is. How do I find the gift guides out there? So um, there is one free tool that all of you are familiar with. You have probably used this free tool thousands of times already, and it's the best way to find gift guides for your target market. The tool is good old Google. Go to Google and start typing phrases to look for gift guides. Let's say that um, I've got, we talked about hunting books, okay? I'm going to go to Google and I'm going to search for holiday gift guides for hunters or gift guides for hunters. Keep in mind that holiday gift guides are not only for Christmas, okay? There are gift guides that come out in January for brides. There are gift guides in February for Valentine's Day gift guides. Um, I found, did you know that there's a gift guide? I found one for Pisces, for people who are Pisces. I'm a Pisces. Oh, you're (laughs) a Pisces? I, well, yeah, I'm on the cusp, Aquarius and Pisces, but you cusp. know what? We, yeah, I'm on. I'm a cusp person. But hold on to this. We have we have one more break. 
And we're into Google searches with keywords and phrases. And Joan's going to walk us through this for the gift guides. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential. Color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602 866 3226. 1106Design. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. 
So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. So Joan had opened the window to the master of all searches, which is Google in finding things. And we had to go to a quick break. So let's come back to that because there are techniques to use to um, minimize the time you have to spend searching but to, to ma- and, and to maximize your output of what you get. Is that not correct, Joan? Exactly. So um, what I was doing was I was going through a, a calendar just to give you some ideas of gift guides that are in months other than December. And there's a yeah, we were in Pisces. Pisces. Yeah, yeah February. Pisces yeah. gift guide March. There's a gift guide, um, oddly enough, in the month of July, for the 4th of July. There's a 4th of July gift guide um, in October. We're now in October. They have them for Halloween. Halloween is a huge retail month. I think it's the second retail month behind Christmas. So don't only think Christmas. Think every month of the year. So let's say that I have a spooky book that would be a perfect children's gift for to give the child for Halloween. I would do a search for best gift guides for Halloween or best children's gift guides for Halloween. And if I couldn't find anything, I might do top 10 children's gift guides for Halloween. And you just have to play around with the phrasing mm-hmm. and yep. until you stumble upon something. And then when the search results come up, you're going to start to click on things that look like a good fit. And you're going to try to find out as much about that gift guide as you possibly can. And Mm -hmm. that's how, that's how you find them. Yeah, and you know one of the things in doing your search that whatever your your state or your region is, I would also add in top gift guides for like I'm in Colorado, top gift guides for blah 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 in Colorado because there might be something very unique that's right in your own backyard that you can connect with and make a very personal connection, which might be the hot patootie. Yeah, exactly. And so just, you know, play around with it. And if you keep coming up um, and you're not finding anything, it could be that there are no gift guides at all for the keyword phrases that you're typing in. So at that point, stop and think to yourself, what, is there another path that I ought to be going down to find gift guides for my particular niche? Exactly. You can find. Yeah, and that's that's that is the way you do it, everyone. It, it you don't need a PhD here. You just need some common sense, actually. So let's say that you have found. Um, you know, I let me tell you where I think you're going to find most of of the information. I think you're going to find most of the information in blogs. Because many bloggers curate content. Um, like I said, Judith, you could write a holiday gift guide about, you know, great gifts for authors. I could write a holiday gift guide on um, best gifts to give the PR pro in your life. Let's say your sister happens to be in the PR area. What are some gifts that you could give her? Well, one of them might be a a book on how to get great publicity or how to get PR. Or one of them might be um, a special type of mobile phone that would really help people 
um, you know, better communicator or whatever. So just think of things like that. Try to get the actual guide. Um, if it's a magazine, go to the library and look at last year's issue and take a look at the kinds of gifts that they featured in that gift guide. And, it, mm-hmm. and if you don't see any books in there, don't, don't get bummed out. I would submit a book anyway because books make fabulous gifts. Also make sure that what you are offering for the gift guide fits in in terms of price. There are many gift guides out there that will only take gifts that are under um, $20. And if your book has a cover price of $25 on it, they may automatically throw it out. So make sure that the price is a good fit with the guide. Well, does that which make is, sense? yes, it does. But here, and here's the other thing. There are a lot of gifts. I mean, I see these all the time during the holidays, you know, best gifts under $25, best gifts under 50. And you'll, you'll see those kind of ranges just come in, in a, in a variety of gizmos and gadgets. And, um, and certainly almost all books, not all, but the great majority will fit under $50. And and most of them, unless it's new fiction um, or brand new business books, are going to fit even under $25. So, um, I mean, they're, they're great. And, and what here's what I love about books for all of you is people don't return books. Um, when they get these gifts, they usually sit down and they noodle with them. And and that's what we see with our author's tea. I mean, they buy for, you know, individuals. They'll like this book. They'll like this book. And they come in looking for children's or business or fiction or mystery or romance. I mean, it's always a variety people are on the hunt for. Exactly. When it comes to books. Yep. And what you're, what you're going to be looking for when you go searching for holiday gift guides you're going to try to find contact information for the correct person, and you're also going to be looking for specific, specific guidelines on what they want and what they don't want, okay? If they don't want books, they'll say it in the guidelines. If they do not want anything sent unsolicited, they will tell you. And another tip that I have on how to save money is don't go sending books that are unsolicited or you're going to be paying a fortune in in Mm -hmm. postage costs and shipping. And, you know, you don't want to be sending out 50 books that are unsolicited because that's going to be cutting into your, your profit margin. And that sounds, yeah, and that is what you have, you, you have to ask. And if you have someone who calls you, they may tell you, we would like to see what the book looks like um, um, for that. You know, it's interesting, Joan, as a side thing, that uh, Joan and I are, 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 you know, co-doing the Publishing at Sea Cruise this January. And we have a very hot, hot killer dealer for all our attendees that the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line is actually going to sponsor a cruise-wise, like ship-wide book signing for all our attendees. But the string attached is I have to um, gather up one copy of everyone's book and they are going to look at them to see if they are okay. And um, and so they're, they're looking at quality. And they're also looking if they're anything that they would deem, you know, outrageous or offensive. I mean, I get that. But I have to gather up all the books that everyone wants to bring to sell 
and they will give us the yay or nay on each title. So at, at some point, they may ask for them. Be prepared. Exactly. And again, this is another reason why your book cover really needs to be professionally designed. Judith and I have seen so many book covers that people let their cousin Patrick do a book cover because Patrick (laughs) likes to play with Photoshop. Yeah. But <laughs> cousin Patrick may love Photoshop, but he's not a book buyer, and he does not know what kinds of covers sell books. So, and Judith, I've heard you preach about oh, this repeatedly. Okay. When you set aside yeah. money for your book, you've got to have your cover professionally designed. That's so important. Yeah. They go with your branding, or you know, there's different things that we do do, but they've got to be genre specific. Um, they've got to be maybe branded to you that people already know you and follow you. So they're on the outlook for them. I mean, there's just from even fonts sometimes that are appropriate with your name or your super fans that are there. I mean, there's just so much that goes in play. So cousin Patrick is the wrong fit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, um, yeah, so that's money well spent on a professionally designed cover. And if you're looking for um, people to you know, to contact to, to design your cover, just zip Judith an email and she'll send some names to you. I, I, yeah, I'm glad to do that. I mean, there's just there is lots of really good people. And, and you need to also understand when it comes to your cover design, because it's so essential that not all cover designers are for all books. That that some really excel in horror. <laughs> that, that may be their specialty. And if you're uh, if you're a horror writer, that by God, that's who you want on your team because they know what's going to seduce. And seduce is really the right reader, uh, the word. What's going to seduce that buyer to pick up your book and dive in and devour your words? So it, it's really essential to understand that, that, that some people who do fiction are not the right designer for the nonfiction person. Right, right. And remember, too, if you're submitting your book to a big magazine, they, their you know, graphics are of utmost importance to them, and they're not going to want to feature a book cover that where the font is hard to the font is mm. so weird that you're trying to cram. I see authors trying to cram so much onto a cover that it's virtually impossible to read, and they're going to throw that out in about two seconds. Yeah, so and the other thing is, a good-looking book. Yeah, and here's the last thing I want to say because if you're in a gift guide, um, that you're you're maybe a small imprint. So whatever you do, you reduce that imprint of your book down to 25% to see can you read every word, and if you can't you got to change it. We're going to be right back with our final segment with the amazing Joan Stewart and your last tips on how to use holiday gift guides. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. 
You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need The Book Shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so I hope that we have seeded some ideas for you to think about holidays all year round. I mean, as Joan said, there, there is a gift guide for Pisces. There, I'm sure, I'm sure that there is Taurus and Sagittarius too. I, I think there's probably something for everybody, but that all you have to do is go to the giant search engine in the sky called Google, and you just start doing that fine tuning and tweaking and searching 
you know, for gift guides for fill in the blank um, and start digging down. And remember that Google has many, many pages. So usually the very top, there's going to be some ads, bypass them and get into it and certainly get into multiple pages as you start your search. And you may just find the one that will be the perfect connection for you and your book. So Jones talked about pitching and, and, and how do you reach out? So let's let's get into, Joan, the whole thing about, you know, once you've got this together, we know who our market is, we, we've got some ideas, we've got some contacts. What are some of the ways that we're going to use this publicity that you've talked about with the very short press release that we've created and the image of our cover um, that we have in both, both 72 DPI and 300 DPI? How do we get the guides, uh, get into these guides as part of our overall marketing campaign? Okay, let's assume that you're going to get publicity in a holiday gift guide, okay? Let's talk about how to make that publicity really work for you because I'm a big advocate of always trying to get publicity for your publicity. (laughs) Try Try to take that one media hit and spin it into multiple hits. So... If you've gotten into a gift guide, here's some things to do with it. Share it on social media. Let people know that your book has gotten into the blog her, blogher.com, B-L-O-G-H-E-R.com, has lots of gift guides for women. Let your social media friends and followers know that and link to the gift guide if you can. I would also um, change out your email signature and put that right in your email signature that your book has gotten into a gift guide and link to it. I would write a blog post about it. Here's another great thing you can do. Let's say that there's a blogger who you've been trying to get in front of, either for an interview or to let them know about your expertise or your book. The fact that you got into a gift guide could be used as part of your pitch to that blogger because it gives you credibility. It does. Here's another idea. I certainly hope all of you authors listening have email lists. Most authors don't. That email list is golden, and that's where the money is. Send a quick heads up out to the people on your email list sharing how your book was chosen for a holiday gift guide on whatever it happens to be. And then if there's something online, you want to link to it. So those are some ways to get publicity for your publicity. And, Judith, between the two of us, we could probably think of 25 other ways to do it, but our time is limited for this show. Well, I think, you know, and I think that this would be um, – th- there is no harm in writing a very, very short press release and punching exactly. that out. And just mm-hmm. saying yep. that you had been picked up by a gift guide. I mean, you never know um, what people are looking for. They might have a few lines of space. Who knows? They could they yeah, put in your exactly. cover. I mean, it could be a double whammy yep. for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would do that. All right. So you know, Joan, I I had the pleasure of uh, listening into a really stellar webinar you did last week. It was a paid webinar. Um, not all webinars are free, everyone, and that this was a paid webinar where Joan really went into detail the step-by-step 
how to naming, giving references, giving links, giving everything um, on how to actually do this. It was a training tutorial. Um, and I thought it was worth its weight in gold. And I wanted, Joan, before we left today, since we're in our last few minutes here, that to really talk about some of those key components and let you all know on it. Because I asked her to kind of open it up to everyone who's listening into this that they could go over and find it. Okay. Um, the webinar was called How to Get Your Product Featured in Holiday Gift Guides. And it goes into much more detail than what we were able to talk about in this hour. So in addition to the 90-minute tutorial that walks you through the whole thing in detail, step-by-step, I put together some really cool bonuses for everybody who buys this. And at $49.95, this is an absolute steal. Here's what you get in addition to the 90-minute training. I have written three sample pitches for the same product to three different media outlets. These are fictional media outlets so that you can see exactly how to customize, how to write a customized pitch for three different audiences because you may have more than one target audience for your book. Mm -hmm. In addition, I wrote a sample pitch specifically for a book. In addition, I wrote a sample follow-up pitch because you're going to want to send a follow-up if you don't hear anything from them and you want to make sure that it's brief and I've written it for you and you can use it um, as a template to write your follow-up. So you'll get those all of those sample pitches, plus you'll get the video replay of the webinar. I've given you my slides that you can use as a refresher. And here's the big, big bonus. This is, I was just thrilled when I got this. You were going to get 10 free, they're called short leads for print media, broadcast media, websites and blogs that are going to be better looking for products right now through the end of the year. So most of these are for their Christmas gift guides. And let me tick off the media outlets that you're going to get the leads for. Good Morning America's Weekend Edition. There's a lead from the Today Show. There's a daytime talk show called The Real, R-E-A-L. There's a lead from them. There's one for Bloomberg Business Week. The Washington Post's book section. If any of you have Christian books, I've given you a lead for um, uh, a Christian website called Crosswalk. There is also a lead from the New York Post. There's a website called The Cool Material website. There's one for modernmom.com and also workingmom.com. You are going to get detailed, extremely detailed pitching information, pitching guidelines, the name of the person to pitch, contact information. Um, it'll include email address, phone number, exactly what to give them. And I can't guarantee that all 10 are going to be a fit for you, but you should be able to find something here. Well, two of them are book sections. 
Okay, yeah, they so. won't be. And, and look at I, you know, I my first big show I landed on was Good Morning America, and okay. th- that that landing something like that, and actually the weekend, you'd be surprised how many people just kind of uh, mosey through those weekend shows um, as they just kind of get their their day started before they have to they they're they're not rushing off to things usually. Um, and that you could get a lot of traction, you know, trust me, um, it can work. So I just really highly recommend that you take advantage of this. So we, we created a special link for all of you. And if you go to, it's a, it's a bitly link. So I'm going to read across the whole thing. We're going to give it to you a couple of times. We only have a couple of minutes left, but you go to HTTP colon forward slash forward slash and then B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash lowercase Joan Holiday Ideas. Joan Holiday Ideas. So it's HTTP colon forward slash forward slash B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Joan Holiday Ideas, plural. And take advantage of this because this is something that it's hot right now, but you can use it all year round. That, that's, that's the thing. It, you'll have the templates to use, which I think is, is the really uh, the juice here. You've got the samples of the pitch. And once you learn how to do these pitches and you see how Joan has laid these out, you're going to really discover quickly that there is kind of a formula that comes to some of this. You have to have the right words that tie in with what you're about. But with the right words, the, the right tempo within the right template, I'm telling that you'll create the hook. And you're getting it from someone who received these over and over and over again for many years from people all over the country. And in the webinar, Judith, I've also given them a calendar so that they can see the most frequent topics that are used every month of the year for gift guides. Oh, fabulous. That's fabulous. All right, so everyone, take advantage of Joan Stewart, the publicity hound. She's put together a very special guide for holiday gift. Go to http colon forward slash forward slash bit dot ly forward slash Joan Holiday Ideas. Joan, thank you so much. Okay, thanks, Judith. Take care. Uh, bye.